0: it Am I starting it? Yes. Hello and welcome everyone to yet another episode of OK Sweet Dreams. I'm Bean and I'm here with my incredible, funny, talented Don Fox Phoenix. Hello everyone.
1: I like that you start the show, honestly. I think it's a hit, for me at least. I don't know about the audience, but for me it's definitely a hit. I love hearing about myself. Thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah, I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> so how have you been, Bean? doing pretty good got some chores done today just uh just kind of relaxing on this sunday
1: i just watched the office and i sent you my favorite clip of today's episode that i watched where is the clitoris been
0: where is it six in ten men can't find it i'm so sorry for your wife
1: (laughs) why did i tell you that so basically what was happening guys I told everyone, everyone shut the fuck up. I'm recording this. I want to send this to bean." because she was still sleeping. So I'm like, what is the best way to wake her up? Like sending a voice message by Dwight saying, where is the clitoris, Toby? Where is it? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm going to send it. And my wife told me, I hope she will tell you. And I was like,
0: oh. fuck you. Get roasted, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got roasted. Give fucking shit on bro, that's so funny. I
1: I didn't like it very much.
0: No, it's great, it's incredible. But
1: everyone was laughing uh, with me at me. I think it was at me. I wasn't laughing.
0: I think so, yeah. Yeah.
1: By the way, just to make it clear, I know where the clitoris is. It's in the pussy, around the pussy, somewhere.
0: It's in there <laughs> it's somewhere, in somewhere nearby. <laughs> I was told it's around that
1: area. You know. Oh
0: my god. <laughs> It's like playing darts, like how close can you get?
1: Well, I got a pretty big tongue. Blah, blah, blah. But anyway, let's <laughs> l- let's move on. Let's move on and I want to bring something positive before you will depress all of us. Okay. A 13-year-old teenager officially beat the game Tetris in 42 minutes. Setting several a uh, word I don't know it, they are not achievements, records were records.
0: Yeah, record.
1: Records, yeah. It was awesome. I'm so happy for him. And his name is Willie Gibson. And he has a YouTube channel called Blue Scooty. S-C-U-T-I. And guys, that kid is so cute. And he got such a genuine reaction that even if you're not a big fan of Tetris, I love when someone achieves something, and I, and I can feel so happy with them. Especially if it's a kid. Yeah, thumbs up for Willie Gibson.
0: It's incredible. Like, I love that for him, and I'm so proud. Absolutely incredible. Like, you picked a goal, you stuck to it, and you fucking did it. At 13 years old, that's a lot more than I was doing. I am going to fucking put a little bit of, like, darkness on this story, because did you hear about the news reporter that was basically, like, shitting on him uh... for this? Yeah. How can you shit this like the How can you fucking shit talk a 13-year-old kid that did something mo- Okay, anyway, let me play this clip for you okay. and then we'll talk about it. Touted as a video game that just can't be beaten.
1: Well, a 13-year-old American has technically proven that wrong. As a mother,
0: I would just say get some fresh air. Beating Tetris is not a life goal. What the fuck? <laughs> fucking nasty, dude. I actually
1: looked it up. Uh, this run was also the overall score, level, lines, and nineteen score world record that Kit has set with his run. And she has, sorry, I'm appalled.
0: Yeah, me too, because it's not like, okay, it's not like it's just playing video games. I mean, he literally set a world record at 13 years old. And I would be so curious about, aside from being a fucking news anchor with a fucking bad attitude, what have you done? What have you done with your life? Please, tell me. When
1: I was 13 years old, I was looking for Playboy magazines for free.
0: No, I'm talking about the news reporter, Goofy, not you. (laughs) I'm not roasting you. No, what I mean, (laughs)
1: at 13, yeah, this kid literally set a goal, and it wasn't like any goal. He is the first human being that beat this game, because before him, it was only computers that could crash out the game. So basically, Tetris doesn't have an ending the game crashing on you when you reach a certain point yeah and he's the first human being ever beating a game from 1984 i think it's an incredible achievement and if someone has a future in gaming this kid got one hundred percent
0: yeah i mean absolutely incredible like good for him fucking pursue that like follow your bliss kid like whatever you want to do like this proves that if you do put your mind to something, yes, you can do it. Clap for you! Woo! Yay!
1: Anyway, you might have said, at 30, I started my search for the Clitoris in magazines.
0: <laughs> and you're still not having I, any I, I success. I, 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 I know
1: the area, you know. like <laughs> I narrowed it down quite a lot.
0: <laughs> well, I can just imagine you down there looking around at your wife being like, Oh my God, like, hello, can you find it? And you'd be like, what am I, Christopher Columbus?
1: And you would think that technology would help you because I'm down on my wife's pussy, right? And I have my phone with a picture where it shows that is the Twitter. <laughs> I'm just, you know, trying to compare the two. And I'm like, wait on it. Wait, wait. So if that's that, that way, that's it. That's right there. No, anyway. <laughs> no, it's a joke. Before anyone, would, it's, a, it's joke. a joke.
0: We're joking. La la la.
1: Anyway, so... <laughs> Another gaming news before we go very deep. And I just found this while I was preparing for the show. Arian Kurtash, teenager sentenced over Grand Theft Auto 6 hack. An 18 year old kid hacked Rockstar, to coding, and footage of GTA 6. Why am I telling you this? Because I really want to play that game with you. Very much so.
0: Yeah, we're definitely gonna be on that when it comes out for sure. Yes. We've been waiting a long time for another Grand Theft Auto game. I
1: haven't been waiting because I'm not a big gamer like you, but we have a channel oh. where we game together and you told me we should play this game, and I'm so excited that when I saw this Courtage boy was stealing it, I was like, hmm, maybe I should steal it. But then I read further in the news and he's going to a men's style institution. So I'm not gonna steal it. We will wait. Is
0: this- kid that hacked it and then they, he was being detained in a hotel room while they investigated and he fucking like hacked into a server from a fire stick in the hotel room? Is this the same kid?
1: Um, I honestly don't know but the really interesting part about this news that he was actually blackmailing Rockstar
0: For what?
1: For money or he relays release the code and the footage
0: How much money?
1: Let me see if they mention, uh, 1.5 million. No, this is the cost for the game that they say it costs that much. They actually, I don't see the number what he was asking for, interestingly. but
0: I'm just curious what an 18-year-old would consider like, oh, this is a good ransom, I'm going to ask for this. But I, I guess we don't know. If we find out, we'll amend this episode, we'll put it in here. But if not, like whatever. We
1: will. But the estimated damage to the firm is 1.5 million dollars if the code and the footage would have been released, I think. Interesting, Hmm. though. I mean, 18-year-old, and he can hack such a huge company like Rockstar, and not only Rockstar, he hacked Nvidia, Bean and Uber. Can you imagine how smart that kid is? Instead of putting him into a men's style institution, someone should fucking give him a job.
0: Yeah, don't they have what are called, like, white knights, and they basically work as reverse hackers? Like, let's just say for, like, a banking system. They try to hack into the banking system to see what their weakness mm-hmm. is, so they know how to prepare for better security.
1: Yeah, they absolutely do that. And I think- this, Give him a yeah, job. I agree. Kurta should get the job because undeniably, he's some sort of a genius if he can do this kind of shit. So,
0: And how is hacking a mental illness? I would be curious about how they're going to justify that.
1: The judge ordered that he should be detained in hospital for an indefinite period of time under the Mental Health Act with a restriction under Section 41, meaning he can only be discharged from hospital if the Justice Secretary approves. But they are not clarifying why not jail. Strange. Interesting. Anyway, so this two news was like, you know, just a soft dip your toes into the water before the Kraken and... By Kraken, I mean the news brought by Bean Yeah, will take us deep into the dark.
0: No, it's okay. You can call me the Kraken. The Kraken is awake and I am here.
1: No, you are <laughs> not the Kraken. Your news are the Kraken.
0: <laughs> I'm here. I brought some fucked up shit, as always. Sorry. Excuse me, everyone.
1: No, no, no. I love that. We, that's why we stay awake at night. Yeah, you're welcome. No, thank you. I really appreciate it. But yesterday, we watched a movie that deeply disturbed me and I had a nightmare again, Bean.
0: I did, and I slept like a baby.
1: Oh my god, I don't know why that movie, it's called Toxidermia, it's an old movie, don't even bother watching it, but that movie just reaches something in my soul that I just, I don't know, I just hate that movie. I hate the fact that it disturbs me that deeply. Anyway.
0: Yeah, it was gross. It was wild. We watched it, and then I just like turned off the lights, and I just went to sleep, though.
1: Oh, I see, I see. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, not me. I had nightmares.
0: We watched another movie recently called The Help, and I just think this is quite interesting because that movie took place in uh, Jackson, Missouri, and I found some news from Jackson, Missouri. Okay. I'm going to tell you about it. Uh, I found this article on NPR, and I mostly am going to be reading from that today.
1: Okay. Hit us.
0: Okay, so... Families of people who were buried in a pauper's field next to Hines County mm. Penal Farm. <laughs> Is it called a penal? A
1: penal, yeah. <laughs> but not like, you dirty mind.
0: Uh, I'm starting over. <laughs> no.
1: So, what
0: happened in okay. the
1: county penal okay. farm near Jackson?
0: Near Jackson, Missouri are calling for a federal investigation into the burials, which took place without families being notified. With their attorneys now saying the field holds hundreds more graves, the families want a full accounting of the bodies buried there. Um. Yep, it's not good. So, the issue became national news last fall when several families said that they had waited months to hear about a missing loved one, only to learn that their relative had died months earlier and were buried in a grassy field their graves were marked only by a metal tag bearing a number. The attorney civil rights lawyer, Ben Crumb says he believes many more people were buried under similar circumstances. I just
1: have one question. Why? Well? No, quite honestly, because you cannot tell me they thought they will get away with this. Because your shit eventually catches you. So, why do this?
0: I believe in different levels of corruption, and it sounds to me like the city is very corrupt, and they've been getting away with it for a long time, and they just feel really emboldened. So I'm glad that some light is being shed on this, so let me tell you a little bit more about it. Okay. Okay, so Ben Crump said, We know based on the records from the coroner's office that since 2016, in the last eight years, we can identify 215 individuals that were buried behind the jail, and their families have not been notified. But why?
1: why didn't you notify the families
0: why did they
1: kill them did they died in you know circumstances that would have shed light on some jail brutality by the guards or like did they try to cover something up because otherwise it just doesn't make any sense to me
0: so it says here when npr contacted officials in jackson to ask about crump's allegations Melissa Payne, the city's director of communications, said the bodies were buried in a pauper's graveyard managed by Hines County. And this is a direct quote from her saying, It is not a secret burial ground, she said. In those graves are bodies of those who went unclaimed by family when they died. These persons are either homeless people, inmates from local jails who died but relatives never claimed their bodies, unidentified persons who officials were never able to connect with the family.
1: I see. If that was the case, now families are showing up like what's going on.
0: Yeah, basically, that's the blatant statement that they're making. Oh, these were unidentified or unclaimed bodies. So we just... Honestly,
1: the thing that you read, it's so obviously an utterly written kind of rule crap Mm -hmm. that you can just see right through it.
0: Yeah, so listen to this. Last October... Betterston Wade shared the anguishing story of how months after she filed a missing persons report for her son, Dexter Wade, she was finally told that her son was dead at the age of 37. The police also told her that county officials had buried him in the local poppers field, she said. Police investigators said Dexter Wade had been struck and killed by an SUV driven by an off-duty Jackson Police Department officer on Interstate 55 just hours after he had last saw his mother. The police report said that Wade was on foot at the time.
1: That's like straight out murder.
0: Yeah. What's going on in Jackson? What the fuck is going on in Jackson? Uh,
1: By the way, Jackson, it's 2023 if you hit someone and if... 2024. Oh, sorry. Oh (laughs) my god! It's fucking 2024. Okay, Jackson, it's not 2023. I'm still living in 2023. Apparently, it's 2024, but... If there's anything that you can relate from the help, the movie that we just seen, you cannot do this shit anymore. They're
0: just living. They're just still living this shit. So listen to this. The accident was investigated and it was determined that it was in fact an accident and that there was no malicious intent. And of course the mayor says Um, this.
1: Hello? Why not call the ambulance then?
0: Yeah. So it says that the mayor added, officials had failed to inform the Wade family. And then this is a direct quote there was a lack of communication with the missing persons division, the coroner's office, and the police department's accident investigation. By the time Betterston Wade learned of her son's fate, she had spent months looking for him, contacting police in Jackson, giving them potential leads, and asking for any updates about where her son might be. She also asked for help on social media to find him. And she said, I just couldn't believe that he had disappeared off the face of the earth and nobody knows where he is. Wow. And then it says here, it turned out that Dexter Wade had a prescription medicine bottle with his name in his pocket when he died. Within days of his death, the Hines County Coroner's office was able to confirm his identity and share that information with the police. But somehow, Jackson police were unable to inform Wade's mother until last August.
1: They were like... This mother is keep calling. What should we do? You know what? Just tell her she's not going to do anything about it. And I'm so glad that this lady couldn't be, you know, bullied into not speaking up.
0: Yeah, she just kept persisting. I mean, fucking thankfully. But it's just crazy to me. I mean, he got hit by an off-duty police officer. Suspicious. hmm They said that he had the prescription bottle. So they knew or at least suspected that that was his identity. Mm-hmm. She filed a missing person's report very quickly after he went missing. You're telling me that they didn't put two and two together because she gave them the name, which means his name was in the system because they found the prescription bottle. Like, hello?
1: You know what else could be interesting? How fast that body got buried?
0: Hmm. I wonder.
1: Like, accident, coroner's office, burying, was it like in 24 hours or less?
0: I'm not sure because I doubt that anything that they're going to put forward is credible.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah. So it says here, when Wade's family finally recovered his body, their attorney said that an independent examination found that the genes he was buried in held a wallet, which contained his state ID, a credit card, and other identifying information. Holy shit. The fact that Dexter had a state identification card and several other identifying items shows us that there was a concerted effort to keep the truth of the matter of his death from the family.
1: And you said it was a lack of communication?
0: Yeah, that's what they're saying. The mayor is like, oh, you know, like there was no wrongdoing in his death, but there was maybe a lack of communication in informing his family. Uh-huh. Sorry.
1: Oh my God. Can you imagine? Standing there as a mayor with a straight face and tell this bullshit to the public?
0: Crazy, right? Says since the Wade family struggled to find Dexter, Payne said, the Jackson Police Department has changed its policy to improve how it informs a deceased person's next of kin.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, this is so shocking because it's the people who are there to protect you, by the way. We are not talking about- Protect and serve. Criminals here. Like, in a general sense, they are fucking criminals, but they are the persons who are supposed to protect you from criminals
0: like them. I always say it. This is like my go-to, but the call is coming from inside the house.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: I mean, you're the criminals. I don't know. Okay, so it says here, at least two other families are known to have been informed. They have relatives buried in the field. In the case of a man named Mario Moore, 40 years old, the lag in communication was compounded by another issue, the Jackson Police Department initial failure to disclose more than 20 homicides that took place over the course of 2023. In October, when the agency finally released the names of the people who had been killed, Moore's family was shocked to see his name on the list and to learn that he had been killed on February 2nd and buried in the same field as Dexter Wade.
1: Uh...
0: They knew his identity. They didn't reach out to his family. He was murdered and fucking buried without any notice to the family. They just saw his name on a list.
1: You know what I'm thinking about? Could it be just some, I don't know, office worker just genuinely lazy and just doesn't give a fuck about this? Because I just don't, what's the fucking intent here doing this kind of crap? Like, unless, and I do believe that that person was literally killed and it was a cover-up for him. But you say it's over more than twenty homicides and like what's going on in Jackson?
0: What's going on?
1: Governor? Like Governor? Like seriously? This is this is this is terrifying to me. And
0: the reason is like they are there to protect and serve. Yeah. The mayor also has a quote here saying it is tragic to suffer the consequences of having to bury your child before you perish. But to add insult to that trauma, it is even more difficult not to have the ability to have a proper burial for your child. The mayor said his administration regrets what the Wade family had endured. But at the same time, he emphasized that the investigation did not reveal police misconduct or malicious intent.
1: No, it revealed a corrupt mayor.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it says here, But weeks after that statement, the Wade family was confronted with another hardship when Dexter Wade's remains were finally exhumed from the pauper's grave.
1: No. What happened to Mm. that body?
0: Uh, Hines County officials had informed Betterston Wade that her son's body would be exhumed and transferred to a funeral home on November 13th, and in a process that would begin at 11.30 a.m. After months of uncertainty, the event promised a moment of closure. But as Mississippi Public Broadcasting reported, when Wade arrived at the field, she learned that her son's body had been dug up hours earlier at 8 a.m.
1: No way!
0: And it says that as Dexter's body was transferred from the coroner's SUV to the funeral home's van, Betterston stared blankly into the black bag, holding her son's remains, and asked why they couldn't have at least buried him in a box.
1: Please tell me this mother goes to court against the city.
0: I mean, that's pretty much all of the stuff that I have on it. It's just that he was literally buried in a black bag.
1: Holy fucking shit.
0: So what's going on, Jackson, Missouri? What the fuck's going on over there?
1: Well, I only missed the year. I think they missed, like...
0: I mean, Mississippi. Jackson, Mississippi.
1: (laughs) Ah, man. That mayor, you know... mm, Honestly sued the city. Sue the city, Betterstein, Please, sue the city.
0: If that's one case of the 215 yeah. that were found there, I just can't believe that like all of those people were just unclaimed. I mean, she literally was looking for her son immediately.
1: Since we are talking about Mississippi Jackson, I wonder how many of those people are colored. Yeah. There, I said it. And I think we wouldn't be surprised by the answer. And this is fucking horrifying. We are in the 21st century.
0: Well, I mean, Betterstin Wade, she is a black woman. Her son was black. He was hit by a police SUV and then rushed through the system, even though they had forms of identification, they had literally, she filed a missing persons report. Like you're telling me that they couldn't put two and two together. Here's a person that's missing. Here's a person that we have. Like, Hello?
1: I think it was a lack of communication. The two decks were way too far from each other, and it was a long hallway, and it was...
0: It was too much work for them.
1: (laughs) It was too much walking. No, honestly, what is shocking to me, because if you are working on the missing person department, I don't know if they have a different department, but if you don't have any sympathy for the people who are calling that line, I respectfully ask you to look for a different profession because there are certain jobs that are not just a day-to-day job, like, I don't know, whatever. But they have to be a calling, a vocation. You know what I mean? You have to have a deeper sense of duty to do certain jobs. And I think police officers is one of them.
0: If you're a public servant, period, I mean, your goal, your mission in life is to serve the public.
1: I agree, yeah.
0: And if you can't do it, don't fucking apply. go work at McDonald's, like I don't fucking care what you do. Mm-hmm. just don't don't mm-hmm. become a cop. I don't know. don't be a fucking racist, like you're out. it's fucking done. We're stopping, you know, like knock it off, fucking sick of this yeah. shit. Thank you. Mwah.
1: yeah, I don't know bean this is um one thing was revealed at least through this. The police may have not done any misconduct, but the mayor is corrupt, and I'm happy to make that very clear for anyone who's wandering out there for the next election. Do not vote for that fucking mayor.
0: I think that corruption runs deep in Jackson. So anyway, mm-hmm. that's my story, mm-hmm. and I'm fucking sticking to it. Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: such a good story, Bean.
0: Needs to be talked about, it needs to be heard, and we need to start looking at these little fucking towns that are like deep-rooted in fucking racism and corruption because the shit is obviously still alive and well.
1: Mm -hmm. It is shocking to me, to be honest, because in Europe there are racism. Uh, I'm not going to lie, there are racist Mm -hmm. people everywhere all over the world. But systematic racism, I only really came face-to-face with that in the U.S., And I was shocked because, again, I'm from Europe, so for me, you know, Hollywood tricked my brain into thinking that America is the land of freedom. And holy fucking shit.
0: It's that propaganda we're always talking about.
1: Yeah. Hollywood propaganda is really strong. And it's a fucking lie. And it was a hard realization for me.
0: The land of the free, the fucking melting pot of the world where all cultures are accepted and loved and cherished. I literally grew up Like, it's just crazy because I grew up hearing these things. You know, this was the stuff that I was taught in school. You know, we Mm -hmm. stood up and we said the Pledge of Allegiance and I don't know. I believed it. I believed it for a long time. My turning point was when I was in college because the professors are not as motivated to push that shit.
1: This Pledge of Allegiance thing that you guys do in school, honestly, you know, my country was under communism because of Russia and shit and after the soviet union failed we got liberated and this national stuff in schools stopped because it was reminding everyone to the communism and i came to canada and here they play the national anthem every school day you guys say the pledge of allegiance every and i just don't understand why you guys are basically practice your communism i just don't know why you guys keep doing that because if you really think about it why would you pledge yourself to the flag like
0: it's fucking cult behavior bro Exactly. It's just such a a brainwashing
1: technique from the communists that I was just shocked to see that it's happening in North America. It was just like
0: totally normal. Like it didn't feel weird until I was an Mm -hmm. adult. And then I'm like looking back on it like, yeah, that's kind of fucking weird, actually. I mean, what about the separation of church and state? Mm -hmm. I pledge allegiance to the flag one nation under God, like, you're literally putting that shit on me at 10 years old. Like, please. (laughs) You want to fucking talk about the groomers? There they are. Go get them. Not
1: even... Isn't your money says trusting God or some shit? In
0: God we trust. Yeah. In God we trust. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Uh. Church and state, man. Hey.
1: Anyway, I have a question for you, Bean. Yeah. You know there are several war going around the world. As of this moment. Yes, sir. But there is a war that is a silent war.
0: It's a war that's raging inside my heart.
1: No, I don't (laughs) think it's raging (laughs) in your heart. Okay, sorry. But there's a war ongoing. And there are three major players in this war. The United States of America. Mm -hmm. The European Union. Okay. And China. Okay. And this is the war about energy. And I read this when this news originally was released that didn't really strike my attention. So, you know about lithium ion batteries, right? Yeah. So lithium ion batteries that are the batteries that 90% of your things that uses batteries use. But there's a better alternative. It's called niobium graphite batteries are much more long-lasting than these lithium-ion batteries. To make it in perspective, an iobium graphene battery can last for 30 years, where a lithium-ion battery can last around three years. So it's like 10 times more long-lasting yeah. than lithium-ion batteries. But why am I bringing this up?
0: Yeah, why the fuck are you telling me this?
1: Because in October... China actually found the origin ore for niobium, which is called the ni-, ni. Okay, sorry guys, this is not easy. Nioboba. Ni. <laughs> Nioboba. Ni- bu- Na- ni- bu- bow- so it's called the, <laughs> the Nioboba. Bu- let
0: me try. Let me try one. Yeah, go. Nioboba.
1: Na- you- bu- tight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I said
1: yes this is the original ore for niobium and it is like groundbreaking because originally we got this niobium we got it from different ores as trace element but now that we found this rare ore now the industry can use this and who found it where is the source
0: oh is it china
1: It's China.
0: Oh my gosh, of course it is.
1: Now, previously finding that source, China was importing 95% of its niobium form. Canada, Brazil, Australia, Nigeria, which are the main countries that can produce this element. And now it's all over. China's taking over the market when it's coming to a better battery than lithium-ion batteries but this news was like okay this is just some money played by big companies and governments you know i didn't care about it right but here is another news what is your opinion about nuclear energy
0: um is this a trick question no
1: just tell what have you heard is it clean or it's not clean first let's get this straight
0: Well, I mean, just as an example, like Japan just started dumping tons of nuclear waste into the ocean. I don't think that's good.
1: Mm -hmm. I don't think
0: that's clean. I don't think that's beneficial to us.
1: Okay, nuclear energy might not be the cleanest source of energy, but it's considered green energy, because if we are treating it as it should be treated, it has literally no harm effect. Mm -hmm. And considering our energy consumption as of today's technology is currently unsustainable by using solar energy. And right. if you say there's wind, and the wind is solar energy as well because the sun hitting the air and that's why there's wind. So everything is solar energy if it's not nuclear that you may use. It's coming from soil or fossil. So fossils are bad. We all know that. But China, man, when I read this news, I got scared, Being. I got seriously scared. What would you say if I would tell you your next cell phone might have its own nuclear station? So you never need to charge it. Okay. Because that's what China...
0: I don't like it.
1: Uh, Why? Because it might be dangerous?
0: We just watched that movie... Leave the world behind. Mm -hmm. I'm fucking skeptical of everything now. That movie made me a fucking paranoid motherfucker. I'm telling you. And I tell
1: you, this is where I wanted to get at a little bit later.
0: Oh, sorry. I apologize. Let
1: me tell you what (laughs) China did. So China actually made a nuclear-powered battery that can last 50 years, used 24-7 at full capacity, Without the need of recharging. Okay. And they tested it on drones that can literally be up in the air for 50 <sighs> years without ever needing great to settle for recharge. Okay. Now, how big you think this battery is?
0: I mean, if they could put it in a cell phone, I'm going to guess that it's fairly small.
1: Fairly small. It's a fraction of a coin.
0: Great. Great. (laughs) I love it. I love it here. Now,
1: you have to know, and I know this, 100% sure, both the European and the American are so fucking far behind when it comes to size. And this technology is all about sizing. Because the theoretical part that it could be possible was discovered in the 20th century, early 20th century. Mm -hmm. But China figured out how to make it smaller than a quarter in your pocket. Awesome. Now, the thing I wanted to get at, in five years, China will start producing cell phones, drones, and all kinds of things with batteries using this technology. But this is still a little nuclear station in your pocket. I understand it's not a nuclear station, but it works the same way. So it might be 100%. But can you imagine China sends this technology all over the world, completely having its grasps on the technology? Right. Everybody's buying it. And you cannot tell me you trust China enough that you wouldn't have a fear that one day they just decide the battery will never explode. Because actually... They say, they claim that it would work under 60 Celsius degree, up to 120 Celsius degree outside, so they say it's super safe. That I believe, that they originally constructed this battery to be super safe, I believe. But I wouldn't like the idea that a Chinese technology is in my pocket that can explode if they press a button in my pocket as a little nuclear bomb. And I'm going in the conspiracy field, guys, but don't hate me for it. But I have this fear.
0: So like, here's the thing. I had a professor in college and I just love talking with him. You know, we kind of challenged each other and stuff like that. But one of the things he said to me that has stuck with me and will be with me forever is he said, any system at its core is a good system. You know, and I was like, dictatorships. And he was like, if you have a dictator that cares about the people, you know, and they're making decisions based on the people, it's a good system. I mean, everything can be a good system. This could be awesome. It could be so beneficial to people. However, the people that are controlling that technology or operating those systems—are they good? What is their intent? What are their motives?
1: To make the world a better place. Because I didn't tell you the best part. been. atomic energy batteries are environmentally friendly. After the decay period, the 63 isotopes turn into a stable isotope of copper which is a non-radioactive and does not pose any threat or pollution to the environment. So, what this company is claiming, that they have a battery that lasts for 50 years, used 24-7, and after that, there's, there's even no bedside product.
0: It just shits out a little ore of copper. How cute, how quaint. Uh-huh. Okay, this all sounds really good, right? It is. It is good. The concept is solid. I love it. Mm -hmm. And maybe because we've gone through so much fucking trauma in our lifetimes that we're skeptical of this. Maybe their intent, maybe this is a good system based on what my professor said. You don't
1: need to be very skeptical. Why are they using to test it on drones first? Right. That can just monitor the sky for 50 years without ever landing.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. future is going to be wild. I'm so excited to be here. I can't wait to see where we are in 2035.
1: Honestly saying, I'm really psyched about this because if this is true and I believe it is to be true because I tried to find anything that would question this and I couldn't find anything. So I say with some doubt that it is like 95% true that this company is there where they say they are. This technology is going to be a revolution when it's coming to our day-to-day life because this battery literally will be in everything that uses a battery. Can you imagine? They might sell you a computer, a desktop that you don't need to plug in. So it doesn't matter if your power goes out. A car
0: that you never need to fuel. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, everything.
1: Everything. These little nuclear... Stations would surround us completely. Yeah. And it's all controlled by China.
0: I love it. I love China. I've always said it.
1: China, I don't have anything against Chinese people. I do have some things against the government.
0: No, we love China.
1: Oh, we love China. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) this thought is literally scaring the shit out of me as much as I'm happy about it. So this one is definitely will keep me awake.
0: Yeah, because any system at the core is a good system like this is an amazing thing like scientifically environmentally incredible mm-hmm. i love it but
1: incredible absolutely
0: based on the social or the economic motivations of humans mm, i'm skeptical so like good and bad
1: so the reason why i i brought you the other news about the niobium because it just shows to me that china is completely trying to get a strong face on the energy field.
0: They want to be the world leader.
1: Sorry, they are already there. They are already there. But this is going over the fair play market system now. With these two technology, they will completely control everything when it's coming to the energy sector. Like the Tesla batteries will be fucking junk.
0: Yeah. It's all over. It's all over, It's feed. fucking over, bro. It's crazy to me because... So many people were buying Teslas like, yes, I'm helping the environment. This is so good. And the places where they were mining the materials for those batteries is just like devastating to, you know, the local economy or environment.
1: Oh, they use little children, by the way. Yeah. Oh, Uh yeah. So the way to support the environment is by abusing children? Why can't we find a fucking common ground? That's not a shitty option in every corner.
0: Yeah, it's kind of... It's kind of sad.
1: Have you seen the movie Don't Look Up? Yeah. Honestly, and I think that tells a lot about the world. Do you remember the Bruce Willis movie Armageddon?
0: Uh, It's been a long time. It's been a long
1: time, but you remember that they gathered heroes and heroes went up. Nobody argued about the science. It wasn't tough for a debate that there's a fucking asteroid is coming to kill us. And we need to do something. So in the 1990s, that was the general idea of how the population would react. We would gather heroes. We would do our best to save the world. I ask everybody in our audience, watch Armageddon and then watch Don't Look Up and draw your conclusion about our society.
0: (laughs) The social differences. Just
1: Exactly. Just watch the two movies next to each other. And you will be shocked. I was at least.
0: Interesting. I like it.
1: This is the OK Sweet Dream Challenge. And tell us what you think. Yeah. Anyway, I'm done. I'm done. I, I'm done with my... De- my depressing is not as depressing as your with the grave. But it is depressing on a different...
0: I think that's good. I think we both had a couple more things to talk about. But we can do it on our next episode.
1: Yes, I agree. I still have like two more news left, but... We already at the time, so I think we should say goodbye.
0: What do you think? I think so too.
1: Okay, sweet dreams.
0: Okay, sweet dreams.